Always Ready, Matt Cardona, the internet champion, the $1,000 broski, the Michael Jordan of wrestling beer collecting. And listen, I'm way too fucking busy being a deathmatch king to be a guest on Wrestling Cheers. So the least I can do is open up the show. So welcome to Wrestling Cheers, you fucking marks. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when AIW is back in Cleveland. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for AIW's 216. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever list this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And like I said, this is a preview of AIW's 216 already introduced myself and uh we have this week we got pam what's up <clears throat> you excited to be back in cleveland uh um yes and no <laughs> <laughs> so look i have a love-hate relationship with cleveland i have a love-hate relationship with like anywhere that's new um i am a weird and uh going new places freaks me out so i i i'm worried about parking um <laughs> i'm worried about lots of things uh driving an hour and a half each way is not going to be fun but you know i do it i do it for the brand because i i, I love i love aiw and i'm excited for this show and i'm hoping xpoc brings his little dog because i want to meet the little dog it's so cute but i'm kind of excited for friday but kind of semi-nervous as fuck about it as well. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> I, can, I can see that when it comes to like parking. Luckily for me, when it comes to driving, I, I work in Strongsville, so I have a fairly easy drive there and like a no normal drive home back. Good. I think a good for me about 45, 50 minutes depending. And I, and I enjoy driving home after shows because like traffic for the most part is a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, traffic on the way home definitely is a lot better, except for when I get a giant vehicle behind me that has the asshole LED lights, and I'm going over the speed limit, but not over the speed limit enough for them, and they're on my ass. And then they ride my ass the entire way down 14. That's the one thing I don't like, but... Sounds fair. Like, most, most nights, most nights that does not happen, but every once in a while, there's that one son of a bitch I just want to break check so bad. Sounds very specific. Until, yeah, up until yesterday, I could have brake checked them and gotten away with it, but now that I have good brakes, I, I can't do that. <laughs> and not, not necessarily specific. I just fucking hate those headlights on any vehicle and just... Oh. Blind the piss out of me. When you when you get the ones that are coming the other direction and it feels like they have their brights on, like those are the worst. Are you a fan of Futurama? Uh I like it, but like I can watch it, but I'm not like someone that can recite it religiously like you. Dang. Well, there's an episode where uh Farnsworth turns on his high beams, and that is the reference that I use for the LEDs, especially when they're coming at me. Because up and down hills say i'm coming up the hill and somebody's coming up the hill and i don't know that they're coming who am i kidding of course i know they're coming because their fucking high beams are already shining and they fucking come up and over and they didn't shut them off yet mm -hmm. i go blind for like two minutes and it's the worst fucking shit in the entire world like i literally hate people so much <laughs> yeah and with your job you just have to deal with them in a restaurant i have to deal with them on the road Ugh. the the number of like pet peeves that I have are insane. 
I bet. I still, and I think I've said it on the show before, probably one of my biggest ones, because I deal with it every day in the same spots, are people that do not stop at the solid white line at an intersection. There's two places that I, I, I go to on my route. Oddly enough, they're like at both ends of it, where I'm turning and the turning lane, or actually one's a turning lane, the other one's just a regular lane, but there is the stop, the line for them is further back. So I can pull into like in front of them, technically not in their lane because they should be stopped and I can button hook and go, go on my way. So many times I see people like park past it or stop past it. Cause they're not technically parked. And then, then they give me a look like, what, what do you want me to do? And it's like, you didn't stop at the fucking stop line. Like, like the line you were supposed to stop at, you went, Oh, there's a crosswalk. I'm stopping at the crosswalk. That's not where you fucking stop right and then there's me like sometimes i i'm i'll admit i'm that guy um especially when my brakes don't work right and mm. i'm braking and i'm braking and i'm braking and i'm trying to stop before that line or at that line but you know sometimes i just don't make it there it goes past it that's how i'd been rolling for like the last month and a half and every time i did it i'd think of this car because we talked about it before and i'm like man justin would hate me <laughs> I would find humor in it if you, every time you recited the Al Bundy line, no breaks, no breaks, whenever he would like be pulling into the garage. I forgot about that. I think I knew someone that had brake problems and like we always would say that, like no breaks, no breaks. Yeah, I was almost there, man. They were bad. Like they were so bad that like you could, everybody, if you were outside, you heard me. Like you, you knew I was there. I was present. And the other night, I thought I was about to get pulled over for it. The night before, I got them done. Because I stopped, like, right where a cop was. And then, like, I went through the stop sign. And he pulled out right after I did. And I'm like, nope, here it is. I'm going to get pulled <laughs> over right now because my brakes are bad. Here we go. Thankfully, he did not pull me over. Very kind. So, the big meet and greet here. One, two, three, kid. Six. X-Pac. Sean Walspin. So you, you mean the you mean the dog? The dog is the big meet and greet here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't even know if the dog's gonna be there. I really want it to be, but I don't even know. So I take it this is gonna be an, uh, another like you're not doing the meet and greet. Probably not because I'm awkward and I um I I don't like meeting people. Like I, I'm just so awkward. <laughs> so maybe I'll snap like a picture of him from afar, but I I doubt <laughs> I'll actually meet him. I'm planning on doing this one. Um, I'm going to get, I'll do the picture. Don't know what I'm wearing. I'm, I'm weird. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Like I do have like my own rules for wrestling shows. Like I will not wear a shirt of someone booked. And most of the time I like, if I'm getting a picture, it's rare for me to get a picture with like uh, something associated with them, which I, I have some, but like, it's rare. I don't know if I would, I would do like an an NWO picture with him, a regular picture. I have I have some DX stuff. But I think my DX shirts are old and I have them put away. But I know I'm buying because I, I don't know if, if I can talk about this. I, I'm, I'm I'm giving him free advertisement. I've been told that uh, Thorne has purchased a bunch of X Pac figures and they're going to be selling them. They're signed. Nice. Or like they'll probably be for sale there, and he'll sign them. Uh, right, like one of the items at the. Yeah, so I looked into. Well, I've been trying to find the want that same figure because they did this whole, or they've done almost everybody from DX in the uh, the DX Army outfits. Okay. And I want to say I, for a while I was seeing that one everywhere, and I've only checked one Target, and they didn't have it. I could check more, but that's the the one that I'm gonna I'm gonna get signed. So. If you're like me, you have trouble finding it, just know that AIW will have the hookup on it. And I was told the price for the meet and greet, and this will be a higher meet and greet price. I don't want to say the price because I don't remember it offhand, but in the conversation, that yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit higher. Well, by the time this comes out, Carter's going to change is going to come out, so they will probably say everything I've already said. <laughs> so it's not going to be news to anybody. That's true. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm planning on that. I'm, I'm probably, I definitely won't do the meet and greet with Thatcher. I don't think I'll do one with Steph. Yep. No, no, no meet and greet. 
I might do X-Pac if he has the dog. And I'm allowed to hold it. <laughs> John John can vouch for me. She's good people. She can hold your dog. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to do a meet and greet with your favorite AIW superstar? Who's that? Matt Cardona. I knew you were going to say that. No, <laughs> fuck him. I could tell by the way you asked that you knew what I was going to say. Yeah, fuck that chud. I, ugh. Like, look, I know the whole thing is you're supposed to hate him. But, like, no. I literally don't like him. Like, his existence annoys me. I know people can probably say that about me, too. But guess what? I don't care. Um, And I know he don't care that I don't like him. But guess what? I don't care. Because, fuck him. That's why. Uh, yeah, I watched GCW the other night, and just the entire uh, eh, the entire time, I wanted to claw my eyes out, like, and bust my eardrums so I couldn't hear. It just, uh, just everything about him, I dislike terribly. What's worse, yeah. Matt Cardona or ranch dressing ice cream? Both. <laughs> I can't pick just one. I thought you were gonna say Ethan Wright, LMAO. I sometimes forget about him, LMAO. <laughs> Stacy said, who? <laughs> he shows up on my Facebook feed from time to time because like, I'm still friends with him. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, Ethan Wright, forgot about you. I am not friends with him on there. And he pops up on my people you may know. Hasn't in a while, but used to at least. And I think I think I deleted him. That's why he probably doesn't pop up anymore. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a person, he's he's all right. Yeah. I didn't ever talk to him, talk to him. So why would I be friends with him? Uh, I, for me, sometimes I will friend wrestlers on Facebook or follow them depending on, you know, uh, what type of page they have, but it's just, it's sometimes just to stay up to date with them. I can see that because you have the podcast and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also, it's, it's a way to like kind of, well, either stay up on wrestlers or like people that I've just learned about that maybe we don't see at AIW, like, uh, I'm trying to use a good example. Um, oh, main event. I've been friends with them on Facebook for years. That's true. And I can't remember if I had seen them in person first or not. It's been one of the, it's one of those things. It's been so long. I can't fucking remember. Yeah. I, I became friends with both of them after seeing them at AIW. Oh yeah. I was way, I was way Duke, before Duke that. first Duke first and then Gannon. Yeah. But you saw him and didn't did you see him in Salem? Um, maybe. But we had also gone to like an IWC show once and I think they were on it and like, yeah, like we had known about them before they got to AIW for sure. But I can't remember if it was just because of QCW. So yeah, that's why like I'll follow people in the, Oh, uh, Blackcraft. Ah, oh, Blackcraft. Sometimes I forget about that. You and me both because he just had to remind me. Black oh, Blackcraft. Blackcraft tag team champions. Absolutely tag team champions. Yeah, the going back to the meet and greets and everything, like X Pac, like that's a such a huge name for AIW to get. For sure. I'm I'm excited for Damn though, because I I found a Farouk figure like a week ago. And I was like, nice. that's I'm like, this is perfect. So I didn't and I found it like at Walmart, not like I paid like a crazy price for it. So I was like, this is great. Well, at least my Walmart, they've been putting out some decent figures. It's like, go figure, it's after I buy everything I already have, but... It's crazy to, like, go from Walmart to Walmart and see, like, what figures are, like, still there. Like, I went to the one by my work in Strongsville, and they still had some Nyla Rose on the pegs. Mine hasn't had Nyla Rose in a while, but... We finally got rid of our last one within, like, the last month or so. Do you know who's a pig warmer at my Walmart? Who? Britt Baker. Oh, shit. There's like two or three that have been there so long. Like, I think about two weeks ago when I looked at it, I ran my finger across the top and like left a mark because of dust. <laughs> yeah, Jericho and Adam Page are pig warmers at my store. Oh, well, the talking about the uh, new newer like Walmart exclusive Adam Pages. Uh, no, it was another oh. Adam Page, whatever the other Adam Page was, because they have the Walmart exclusive ones, like, not hanging. They have them, like, on a shelf, mm -hmm. but then they have the other Adam Page version hanging up, and then they have the, um, whatever that one Jericho version is, the court. What is it? 
Corazon, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Jericho that I can't remember version. Yeah, I was thinking with the the Walmart exclusive Adam pages, like those seem to be a bad idea off the rip because they're not selling. I think I think the only figure of those that sold was the the punk one, and that they came out the same time, so people were buying up the punks. Gotcha. Yeah, because my store still had three of those exclusive. I was happy when I when I went to my Walmart and they had Eddie Kingston. Uh, that's actually one of the ones that they have right now. It's like, go figure. I already have that one. Don't need it. And they also have the uh, silver box MJF. The one where he's in a robe? No, not the robe one. It's, uh, I can't remember what color scarf or pant trunk. Because I've, I've oddly seen recently the one where he's wearing that robe, which is old. Like, I've. I have it and I can't remember where I bought it, but it's been a while. And I'd recently seen that at a, some store I went to some like regular department store. And I was like, what the, why is this still here? Yeah. I don't have that one. I have a, I have a red trunks and a purple trunks. I have red, red trunks with the scarf, black trunks, no scarf. And then the robe. Yeah. I don't have the other two. I have to find those. Yeah. I try to buy the MJF figures, the new ones when I see them. Same with Britt Baker. Like, I went to my Target, they had the newer Britt Baker figure, and I was like, oh, perfect. See, my closest Target's in Boardman, and I don't ever go to Boardman. Except, that's a lie, I I, I went there a little bit, that's a, um, yeah. My, my, so. my closest Target's about a mile away. Yeah, shut up. The funny thing is, I don't go to it that often. Well, I think I've, I have been to my Target twice in the last two weeks, and that's the most I've been to one in a while. I don't know why I love Target, but I love Target. There's two things that I think that's the reason why it's better, like better than Walmart. Number one, the lighting is better. So like it's, it, it feels more pleasant to be in. Okay. So I thought it was just me. Got you. The other thing, um, I was there Sunday afternoon and I noticed it really, it's, it wasn't like super busy. Walmart gets ungodly busy sometimes. And there's, there's a lot of people who quote stay away from target because it's too expensive and that's not true i mean their price their prices are very comparable on a lot of items which is crazy Mm -hmm. yeah i think like i think target is just like like i said just way more pleasant to be in yeah target walmart is trashy does yours have a starbucks yes mine has a starbucks so does ours (laughs) so yeah i that's what i get from it and i feel like Target is stocked a little better. Yep. And I don't think it's a knock on Walmart itself. It's more of this, their system. Like, well, their system and like how many customers come in there. Because like, let's say you go to like the men's clothing section where the t-shirts are, the graphic tees are. Like so many times it, it looked like a bomb blew up and there's just shit everywhere. Like it's not like really organized. Yeah. Or it doesn't stay organized. It's just because at, at one point it had to be organized. But pieces of shit go in there and fuck it up. Target, like, if you go into those same sections, like, it's still put together. Toy section yep. can, can be a little off, because, I mean, that happens. But I still think it's not as bad. And I'm someone who goes to Walmart, like, regularly. Like, that's where we do our shopping. That's what I have here in town, so. Yeah. But I know. That's where I get a lot of my cool t-shirts, and I agree. That's, the section looks like a bomb exploded 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, and it is—it's like the shitty customers that go in there and just fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Dudes. And I think before, not as much now, but before when like almost every Walmart was twenty-four hours, I think that helped Target because at least they closed. Yeah. And it, like, if they need to do certain restockings and everything, they could they could do it then. But when you're open twenty-four hours, like even even then, I mean, now that they are, they do close, like. Like they're doing like restocks and everything like middle of the day. I was going to say, does yours have stuff out all day, every day and decides to really start putting stuff away at like nine 30 and still getting in everybody's way. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking annoying. I wish they just go back to 24 hours. They're never going to. And it sucks. I just wish they would. I only really liked the 24 hours for the convenience. Like right now, so I fucking I, convenient right now. I don't mind it as much. But when you had those random times where it's like it's midnight and maybe you're 
on your way home from something you're like oh shit i forgot i forgot this like oh we can just run into walmart yeah i miss that hitting streetsboro on the way back after a show grabbing a fropey going home putting it in the oven good old streetsboro yeah i used to drive through there all the time on the way home do you think we've done enough rambling about other shit ah <laughs> uh, yeah i think they're bored with us by now maybe we should talk about wrestling all right let's get into this card Let's start things off with a rematch. Shaw Mason versus Pretty Boy Smooth. How do you feel about this rematch? So, uh, I mean, with my with my eyes at the at the last one, he be tapped out, and he he said he didn't, but allegedly he did. And um, so <clears throat> let's see if he doesn't tap out this time. But we all know he might because Shaw's really good and he loves he loves putting people in that position. Well, my question here does does PP have some sort of backup plan? Because it's it's one thing to lose to Shaw in Kent. It's not a huge venue. It's not in the home of AIW, the traditional home, you know, Cleveland. So shows like that can kind of be looked over, especially a the, a bar show. I thought it was Akron. No, it was uh, Kent. I thought it was I thought it was an Akron. PB Shaw was Akron or Kent. Ah, uh, you're no help. Yeah, I could have swore it was Akron. Now you're starting to make me second guess myself. Uh let's pull up the cards or the the saved graphics that I have. Check with wasted youth. Up, oh, you're right. I was yeah, thinking because I, I God PB returned to AIW at Kent. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna say because I remember him walking like. Not up the ramp, but like up the stage. Yeah, I'm like I could I could have swore it was Akron. Yeah, <laughs> Shaw had Lewis Linden that day. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Join the swarm. Okay. Uh, rewind everything that I said. But at the same time, it's it, <laughs> it, it's an Akron, not not as forgettable as a bar show. But this is almost like a moment for Shaw to prove it. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Well, even though PD won. But he took PB to the limit, caused PB to be a little dirty. So I guess it goes from me thinking or forgetting that Shaw lost. But does Shaw come in with a plan? All good questions. Because that's that's a, that's, a, that's a former absolute champion, and this is a guy that tricked you into losing. Very true. Shaw tends to get better with each match, though. So let let's see what he brings to the table and see if he can pull the dub. Who do you got? Ooh, I might have to eeny, meeny, miny, mo this one. <laughs> Shaw. Okay. And yes, I eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, yeah, I gotta go with Shaw to even the series. Maybe Shaw gives PB a little bit a taste of his own medicine. Hopefully his sister's there to throw everything off, too. <laughs> I love his sister. She's great. I do, too. She's so fun. She gets so hyped. All right, let's uh, get in the next one. We should have started off with this one because this is the official pre-show match. Money Shot versus Members Only versus H2V2 versus Bulking Season. And the winners of this match will get a title shot later in the night against the AEW Tag Team Champions, Bitcoin Boys. So this is a conversation of two matches. Well, I guess we can't really talk about the championship match because we don't know who the opponents are. But still. <coughs> I mean, you have former AIW tag team champions, bulking season. You have members only who has been one of the top tag teams in AIW, like not the tippy top, but since debuting, they've made their mark. Oh, absolutely. You have Money Shot, who is newer in AIW, but they are experienced. You also have the other newer tag team, H2V2, with a little bit less experience. Just a little. Part of me thinks, like, do you count out H2V2? Or Never count out anybody. Well, I was going to say, like, they could surprise everybody. Because, I mean, on paper, like I said, you got the former tag team champions. You have a tag team in Money Shot that has the experience and members only isn't too far behind them. Like, H2V2 is like the, the two new guys. Haven't been around that long. Haven't have they not racked up any wins yet? I'm bad at remembering that stuff, so I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> I would check cage match, but 
I'm pretty sure they don't have hyperlinks yet. Too new. What are your thoughts on this match? Um, I completely forgot about there being a pre-show match. I thought that was part of the actual show, so forgive me. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see who comes out with the W. Like you said, H2V2 is a newer tag team. And you've got former tag team champs with Falking Season, members only being in there, and then Porn Stash and FTR Bald's cousin. Um, <laughs> which all have bits and pieces in the tag division. They all have wrestled tough enough opponents. They've shown that they can hold their own in their own ways. But with this being for a shot at the end of the night, it it could really be anybody, even with the new guys. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's members only because those guys have really been putting in the work and taking care of business. And I feel that they deserve a shot at the Bitcoin boys. And that would be a good match. But who knows? I don't think H2V2 have gotten a win. They lost at Hell on Earth. Um, it doesn't look like they had a match at Jet Black New Year. They were pre-show match with, I guess, PME, or was it pre-show? No, at uh, Wasted Youth, uh, one on, uh, was a tag match. Pre-show match was the next show at Join the Swarm. The six-man tag match lost to Jocelyn and members only. And I think they had, they had a pre-show match at This Aggression Will Not Stand Man, but... Pre-show match doesn't show up on cage match. Neither of them do. The one with the trainees, and then, yeah, I don't think H2V2 got wins. Gotcha. But could you imagine that? Here's a tag team that has not, have not got a win yet in AIW, but they get a win when it really matters, and they get the Bitcoin boys for the titles. Like we It would be interesting. We could go into the show with, or go into the actual event itself not just the show itself but go into this day h2v2 have not gotten a win at all but we end the night and they're tag team champions anything is possible with it being march i believe they call that a cinderella story and and no offense to h2v2 even if you do win this one i i don't see being the bitcoin boys That's but uh who you got in this one members only yeah i'm gonna go with uh i'll go with money shutter what do, what, what do you call them Porn stash and FTR Bald's cousin. I like FTR Bald from Wish. <laughs> That's a good one too. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. Let's go with Steph Delander versus Jocelyn Navarro. Joc Jocelyn, uh, taking all comers. She's ready for anybody and everybody. Ten. This is who she got. I don't know much about Steph. Do you? I'm so glad you said it because I know absolutely jack shit. And yeah, I know it doesn't take but two seconds to Google somebody, but uh, no, I'm not going to. Um, I'll save it and be surprised for Friday. Um, I think she was on TV. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm bad with if you were on NXT, I'm definitely not going to know anything about you. Uh, I quit watching that years ago. So like, yeah, I don't know. But hopefully it's a good match. Um, hopefully Jocelyn whoops her ass and Jocelyn gets the W. Okay, yeah, she was in developmental 2021 to 2022. And never made it on TV, right? Uh, No, she was on TV. Oh, yeah, I have no idea who she is. She was, yeah, I'm not going to pronounce it because I'd butcher it. Fairly new in... Uh, Wrestling, at least according to Cage Match, like her first match was in 2017. And she is from uh, Australia. Oh, okay. The thing about her, though, that I've been seeing her a lot more lately and just haven't really seen her wrestle, she, as of late, has been helping out Broski. So she could potentially do the same thing on this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping not. Uh, just because one runs doesn't mean the other should or would i hope um yeah i just opened facebook and saw it's official they announced the full main event yeah i i had heard elsewhere about the main event getcha nothing secret either it's just i heard it i listened to the advanced copy of uh the major wrestling figure podcast this week and broski just flat out says it and i'm like oh okay i didn't know that was official yet gotcha 
but we'll get we'll get to that later. The the thing that's yeah. interesting though, and we'll, we'll, we can touch on it a little bit right now. Let's say Steph is with with Broski here at AIW too, because it's, it's not just GCW. I think she's she's done it a couple other places. Um, who's uh one of the opponents also in that main event that's not the champion and was not added today or this week? Broner and uh, who who is uh Broner dating? And we, we've seen them together in AIW. Yeah, that's true. So I'm thinking hypothetically, Steph sticks her nose into the main event, and Jocelyn's like, "Nah, bitch." That's true. That's quite a possibility. So maybe, maybe, just maybe. I mean, this is pure speculation, hypothetical. We don't know shit. This might not be the first. Well, might be the last time that we see uh, Steph and Jocelyn in a match. But I, I got no real knowledge of of Steph in ring. I had to look to see that she was on NXT. I couldn't tell you shit about her other than she has been with Broski lately. Right. But then there's Russell Navarro. We know how much of a badass she is and how I, I think this year she is going to really try to turn it up in AIW. No pun intended. I think she's going to turn up the intensity of Jocelyn Navarro. Oh, for sure. I, I can I can definitely do that. So who do you got in this one? Joss. Are you kidding? Well, I, I have to ask. Like, it's like it's like the flow of the show. Because I mean, obviously, I'm I'm Jocelyn too. The only thing I could see maybe maybe Broski causes something or Steph does something dirty that pisses Jocelyn off. I don't know. I I I, I think this will be a very interesting match. I agree. All right, let's move on to the next one. PME versus Euthanasia. Josh Prohibition's career is on the line in this match, but if Euthanasia wins, they get PME in a steel cage in April. I think it. I think it's that AIW dam. There's a there's there's a lot going into this. It, oh, there's a ton going into it, but if you don't think that it's not going to result in that steel cage match in April, then you're crazy. See, <laughs> the only thing that I, I have that that would be against that, of actually having PME win, is Josh retiring in Cleveland. Which, granted, yeah, he, he can retire in Cleveland later this year. So I, I think if, like, if this match was in Akron, I'd be like, yeah, he's J-Pro's not losing. Not here. But at the same time, I feel like PME has dominated this feud. And Youth in Asia is going to need to get this win. For sure. Or or it's going to be like the Shield versus Evolution. Or the Shield eliminated all three members of Evolution. Because I think, I think that was like an elimination match or something. Because I remember being surprised that the Shield made it through without losing at all. They broke up the next night, but... Still shocking. Still, a cage match in Akron. That's, that would be interesting. Be rad as fuck. The show is called Damn. We would definitely all say it if we saw a steel cage. I'd have to look it up. I don't think AIW has had a steel cage match since Turner's Hall. Never had one since I've been around. I'm going to guess. The last cage match in AIW was Gregory Iron versus Veda Scott. It's been that long. And at Turner's Hall. Oh. And it was the cage was pink so yeah um we, we've seen what what both teams can do i i don't want to count out pme but i i think there's going to be a little bit more fight in euthanasia who do you got in this one whatever one that it is that needs to win to have the cage match now <laughs> gotta be euthanasia yes yeah i'm gonna go euthanasia too cage match in akron while i eat my brownie sunday do i eat my cat Maybe. LMAO. He did nothing to you. He's he's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> he's a big old mama's boy, too. But it's okay. I have Dexter. Both my cats. They're both. Did, did I say I was going with euthanasia? Yes. Okay, just double checking. Alright, let's move on to the next one. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Wes Barkley. Has has Wes been on a winning streak? I don't remember. I, I feel like he has. Let's uh pull up We'll we'll count out the last show because it was a tag title match and 
The shooters lost to Bitcoin boys. Okay, he's not. Uh, just <laughs> I just had to go back to join the storm. He did lose the fatal four-way intense title match. Gotcha. So I forgot that he was in this. Maybe it's just a lot of his matches before that. A lot of his singles matches, he seemed to be winning, or he was he was getting like really big, important victories, like Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, the show before that, Hell on Earth. He lost to Eric Stevens though. Yeah. Um, but I think this is this this would be another big win, but it's filthy Tom Lawler. Exactly. Maybe one of the most dangerous members of the AIW roster currently. Yeah, Tom. Tom is a legit badass, and I I would not cross him in wrestling or real life. I wonder. I wonder what Filthy's going to bring to this match. Wonder what he's going to wear. <laughs> That's always the best part. What kind of crazy booty short bullshit is Tom going to come out with or in? I like the little gimmick he had pre-pandemic, where he always would come out to a different song. Like, I like I, Sleepyhead, though. I mean, Sleepyhead is the classic, but there was this time, I think it was from Absolution to the pandemic, to oh, he was just coming out to the random shit. There he's might have kind been, of been doing that lately, too, though. Oh, yeah, because he did that Elvis one. Yeah, he's come out to different music almost almost every time. He's maybe had Sleepyhead like once or twice lately that he's wrestled, but in the last year or so, it's been weird random. Oh, you know what? The one that I was thinking of wasn't pre-pandemic. The reason why I had it lumped in with pre-pandemic is because he came out to ICP. Ah. The one time he came out to Santa Claus as a fat bitch. Because I remember that popped me. So in my head, that was, baby, it's too cold outside. But right month, wrong year. Right. So yeah, I, I'm i expecting a f- some fun shit with, with Filthy here. I don't know what to expect from Wes. He's got to get back on his winning ways, though. Yeah, it's not going to happen with this match, though. Try next time. So you got a filthy Tom Waller on this one. Yes, sir. I mean, what if he starts demanding the ring get torn apart again? That was so fucking funny. Hey, as long as I'm not the one tearing down the ring, it's okay with me. Get the return of Swamp Man. (laughs) Oh, Swampy. It's got to be the real Swampy, though. What are you, what are you there's, ta- there's been a, there's been an impersonator. I, I'm, I've got a conspiracy theory about this. There's an impersonator that plays Swampy when it's not the real Swampy. You know how I know it's an impersonator? How? Tongue action. <laughs> watch, watch the tongue. You'll know. Real Swampy and fake Swampy. Well, uh, we'll send our people or send uh, the people uh, of Unsolved Mysteries uh, some footage and we'll uh, have them get back to us telling you people have 9-11 conspiracies this is my aiw swampy i think the longer that he's out of the swamp the the more messed up his hook becomes because <laughs> when we first seen him that that hook looked nice and then you know come join the swarm and look look deformed yeah very true next time we see him lord only knows what it'll look like yeah i think i gotta go with filthy all right let's move on to the next one All right, next up we have the intense title match. Derek Dillinger versus Joey Janela versus Chase Oliver versus Gringo Loco versus Alec Price versus Kaplan. Just when we we get a new venue, we lose it. Man, why the fuck do I have a front row ticket? (laughs) Do do you want to trade trade with my uh, GA? For that last, I I might, I might. Tag me in. Tag me in, Pam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> man that sucks so hard like i'm i don't know what that room's gonna be set up like oh my anxiety's already to 75 like that'll be fun try to run away and there's nowhere to go and kaplan does a cannonball into me i could just see it now oh no, but you you got still joey in there <laughs> you got uh no pressure chase Derek. i Alec Price? I mean, shit's gonna be crazy. There's gonna be bodies flying everywhere, dude. I wonder if it'll be as crazy as Join the Swarm. I don't know. It's just gonna it, just be ready to run. No matter where you're sitting, just be ready to run. Or have trash thrown at you. God, please, I hope nobody does a trash can bit. Oh, and you can't forget, 
Your boy. My your, boy? Your boy. Gringo Loco. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. I, I am not here today. <laughs> I hope, John, if you're listening, please tell Pat. <laughs> Doesn't matter what Gringo says. Play Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Kidding. But no, seriously. If I don't hear Mr. Miyagi, I might scream. I gotta do my dance. Yeah, this that's that shit's gonna be fucking crazy. And you know, it's gonna be the like co-main. It's gonna go on before the the absolute title match. Almost has to. Oh, for sure. There's probably people out there that that think that the intense title match should go on last, but I think uh, the absolute title match is gonna have its own insanity. Yeah. Like this will be potentially be back to back craziness. Depending on things too, though, it might be uh, pre-intermission. Mm. Clean up during intermission and then back. I was thinking maybe PME euthanasia pre-intermission. True. You know, you know how and this is the really like right month to talk about it, but you know how there's yeah uh, the bracket competitions for March Madness. Yeah. I would love to see people try to guess the order the show goes in. Like we we all do it before the show. If a if a non-announced match gets put on the card, you know, somewhere in the middle, like you just you don't count it. Like right. who who can get the, like the right order of the show of the matches we were provided with? Because that's that's a real interesting thing to try to figure out. Like we can go like okay, you know, absolute title, you know, with everybody in it. Like that's going to be the main event. Mm-hmm. But what's starting? Well, I would say we, we know what the, at least we know what the pre-show matches. Like we know like boom, it's going to be this. But mm-hmm. once that's done, like, you know, is, is it going to be Jocelyn versus Stefan Lander? Is it going to be Shaw Mason and Pretty Boy Smooth? Is it going to be Filthy and Wes? It, what sucks is it's usually a scramble match. Yes. But the intense, I will say the intense title seems to go on always towards the end. Right. I, I Well, there, there's one match we haven't covered yet that I think I forgot to put on the Facebook page, but I do have it in front of me that that could also be a match that starts the show but it'd be a real interesting concept just to see if people can guess the order of the show mm-hmm. so who do you got in this one Derek yeah there's only two people in this match that I feel like could win outside of Derek and that's Kaplan and Chase okay I can see that but oh yeah yeah I'm saying I could see them potentially no, winning but I'm not, yeah I'm not I saying know. they are yeah it's 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 Derek, though. Random Gringo Loco win would be pretty pretty good. <laughs> I'd like, but we get to see Gringo Loco on Friday. I know, I'm so excited. Yeah, like I said going with Derek. All right, let's uh, move on to one more match that I forgot about. Dominic Garini. I wasn't gonna let you forget about this one. Versus Timothy Thatcher. I mean, I'll just throw out my pick right now. It's gonna be Dom. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm kind of saying saying it right now. Like this is gonna be a big year for Dom in AIW. Like he's he's been racking up wins. And now I don't know what that's going to transition to, or you know, is that gonna make him or help him win Jalen? Is it gonna put him in a great position to win Gauntlet? I don't know. Or is it just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna throw Dominic Greeny all these great fucking matches, win win for everybody? But yeah, I'm gonna I'm picking Dom. Me too. TBH, I don't know much about Thatcher, but even if I did, I'd still pick Dom. Thatcher's one of those dudes that, like, I know his name, but I don't know if I've ever seen him wrestle. And sometimes I say that's a that's a good thing if, like, I've never seen you wrestle, but I've heard your name enough to know you're important. Right. No offense, Steph Delander. LMAO. But, yeah. I think this is going to be another classic match from Dom. Imagine this. The the best of compilation that AIW could put together with all the Dom matches. And I'm not talking like regular matches. I'm talking about like highlighted names, Zack Sabre Jr. Cheeseburger Suzuki. Well, I'm talking just AIW. Got you. Cause that, that was not an AIW. I think it should have. Oh yeah. But yeah, he's, he's had some like high profile matches and feuds. So we're just going to leave it at that. We're both picking Dom. Plain and simple. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Dominic Garini. I tried to make that rhyme. It didn't quite. All right. Let's move on to the main event. Joshua Bishop versus Isaiah Broner 
versus Matt Cardona versus newly added Matthew Justice. With Fonzie. You got, obviously, the champion Bishop. You got a former champion in Matt Justice. Someone who, I want to say after his last match with Bishop, he said he was staying out of the title picture for a while. Lies. Well, but no, it's been, it's been a while. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's, it's been long enough that, you know, Bishop lost the title in between there to also former champion Matt Cardona. Yes, it has been. Yeah. COVID fucked with our minds. Bro, I'm saying. Three years of this mind fuck and I'm over it. But yeah, it's it's been a while since he's been the title pitcher. So like, I'm fine with him jumping back in now. And, and you got Proner who, you know, lost his match, but is still one of the toughest people in AIW. Mm-hmm. So... As crazy as the intense title matches, I think this has the potential of being up there too. It'll it'll be its own different version of insane. Like I don't see these three guys, you know, doing the same type of moves that Alec Price, Gringo Loco, and Chase Oliver can do. I agree, but it's still gonna be on another level because of who's in. You already know what they're all capable of. You already know it's gonna be crazy. Well. You know, at least three of them are capable of being really good. Um, yeah, the three former absolute champions. Mm-hmm. No, um, it, it's going to be a good match, God willing. I just hope everybody makes it through and safe and has a good time. And Cardona wins back the absolute title. Yep. Nope. Anything else could happen but that. I mean, we could we could finally get that absolution match we were supposed to get last year. Oh, God, I really hope that's not how this goes. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I swear to God, if that's how this goes. If that's how this goes, I will be... If that's John, how- if you're listening to me, I swear to God, if that's how this goes. If this is a, if, if that how this goes, I'm, like, darting for the door right after. <laughs> I'm kicking your ass so hard, Justin. Woo, that's going to be the match it. everybody wants to see. Woo, 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 you know it. Oh my god, I will be so fucking mad. <laughs> like, I'll, unrelated but related. There was this one show in Pittsburgh. It was a WWE roadblock, and it was when New Day lost the titles to Sheamus and uh, Cesaro. Mm-hmm. And I, tr- I tried throwing my attached chair at the ring. So if you don't think I won't do something similar and get kicked out at the very end of the show, who am I kidding? Yeah, no, nah, I'd probably still get kicked out. Um, But yeah, beware. I will be throwing chairs and not in a good way. <laughs> uh, lucky, luckily for me, I got a GA ticket, so that makes getting to the door a lot easier. Yeah, you never know where I'll be standing, though. Shit. Never know, because it all depends on who, on where the events are. Because if if the boys are towards the end and they're gonna be crazy, I'm gonna be standing somewhere. I'm gonna kick some butt. I'm kidding, but still. I'm gonna be hanging tight towards that exit for a while. <laughs> And then you see just like a puff of smoke, like in the cartoons, <laughs> when whatever it is runs away fast. Oh, not 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 a puff of smoke. It's going to be the the silhouette through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. And with, with this being the return to Cleveland, I'm expecting maybe something crazy to happen either in this match or on the show as a whole. Because like it's like, hey, we're a we're back in Cleveland, but also. We got some big shows coming up. Right. Like, the, we're leading into... Th- this isn't WrestleMania season, but, like, you know what I mean. But, like... We're leading up to Absolution. Yeah. So, it's it's the return to Cleveland since August. Like, that's huge. And there's a lot of names on this card. It's going to be insane. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is if you didn't get a ticket for this show... Sucks to be you. Uh, you better fucking watch it on fight because you're not gonna want to miss it. It's crazy to think that this is the first sellout since limited COVID seating. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I thought about that today because at first I was like, oh, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen an AIW show sell out. But that's me forgetting about the COVID era stuff where it it, it was limited. So yeah, like it, we, it's sold we've out. We've packed places, but like I don't think anything's been technically sold out. So yeah, that makes sense. And tickets for this shit went quick. Of like, front row was sold before it hit the emailing list. 
Mm-hmm. And then as of this recording today, that's when the rest of the tickets sold out. Yep. I, uh, I posted about it or something on Facebook and a kid that I'm friends with from a wrestling group on there saw it and was like, shit. <laughs> so he's mad that he didn't get tickets. I'm like, bro, just always fucking anticipate close to sell out or sold. Cause like, like I said, if we don't pack the place, it gets pretty close. You know what I mean? Like very rare instances. Is it a lighthouse for AIW? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same person because I think he hit me up too. John? Yeah. LMAO, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like, if any t- you hear about any tickets, let me know. Well, I, I could be like, well, uh, if a front row pops up, I could hook you up with my ticket, but I still yeah, need a front row. To, I need a front row to pop up. You never know what's going to happen with the next couple of days. So there's always a back out last minute Some. John Thorne's going to magically find some tickets under his couch cushion. Some seats under the couch cushion, I should say. That's only going to pop a few people, but they'll get the reference. Right. Well, who do you got? So, ah, hmm. it's a toughie. It's a toughie because Broner would look, uh, would look, uh, mighty, mighty rad with that belt over his shoulder, but think josh is going to come out on top of this one um i'm hoping to god what you said a little bit ago does not happen with a fucking passion um but yeah we're gonna go jb the repeat of cardona being a two-time aiw absolute champion we had k word myself right there (laughs) we well then you won't be kicking my ass then so i will k word myself after i kick your ass (laughs) Um, That'll be my last, my last like glorious thing, and then I k-word myself. The thing that I haven't heard him say is that he's the the real champion. We could very well see him come out with both titles. Yeah, I hope not. I, I think Cardona bought some uh, replicas off eBay. Because that's what chuds do; they buy replicas instead of actually winning them. Hey, now I got a. I mean, I mean, like, bro, I, I get it. Like, obviously, you're not going to fucking wrestle for the title, but a fucking wrestler who wrestles for titles that had that title should not own a replica of the fucking title. Like, that's lame. I'm sorry. You're that's that's lame. but that that's what he is. He's a lame dude. So can't I can't be- wait to read my magazine and ignore him on Friday. Can't believe everybody's so mean to Broski. Do you blame me? His name is Broski. You're asking to be hated. I mean, that's not his real name. Woo, woo, woo. I'm obviously, I fucking know that. <laughs> his, his real name is Matt. Like, that's any fucking better. Like, that's... Uh, at least that's not one of the Carlin makes... Anyway. JB comes out on top. Can't wait. <laughs> Thumbs up for Cardona. Oh, I hope Brock is there. And he screams it in your ear. <laughs> Well, you know it. Well, we still could see something like we kind of talked about earlier of with Steph and Joss somewhere in here. I wouldn't be surprised. And I think it'd be kind of cool if maybe at damn we see Broner and Jocelyn versus Cardona and Steph. Yeah. As of right now, I got to I got to go with Bishop. It sucks that we're kind of counting out uh, Justice, but never counting out Justice. Kind of just kind of have at this. All right, that's the uh, entire card. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Talk about your uh, new girl podcast. Uh, thoughts. Um, so this might get a little dark. Um, I've been really fucking depressed lately, and things haven't been that great. And uh, I'm really looking forward to Friday, and I'm really looking forward to seeing people, and I'm looking forward to having a great time. Um, as far as plugs and whatnot. I'm on the tweeters, uh, Pamela Nicole, P-A-M-E-L-A-A underscore N-I-C-O-L-E-E. Aren't I nice? I actually spelled it out for you guys this time. Um, I'm also on TikTok. It's, um, is it the same? No, it's not the same. It's kind of the same. You'll find me. Um, not so nice this time. <laughs> as far as the podcast goes, I don't know if it's going to be a podcast or if I'm just going to make a TikTok about it. Um, if TikTok gets banned, then uh, I guess that would also go away. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but 
something will happen soon. Maybe, I don't know. Like I said, I've been really depressed. And uh, <laughs> I've been lucky to get up and do human things most days. So, yeah. How about you? I've not been depressed. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> What's <I'm>... that like? <laughs> well, I, I have medication for that, so... Oh, see, no. What's that one? Because I do not. <laughs> Doctors? What are, what are those? Yeah, I don't know. No. And, and, I, and I have music to listen to. So, I mean, I listen to music and I do, like, podcasts and stuff, but, like... Do you listen to sad music? Yeah. Not all the time, though. Not all the time. Just sometimes. It, like, pops up on my playlist. Let's listen to happy music. I don't know what that would be, but because to, to each of their own, right? Like I no, always, I try. Like I always say, Sublime's like happy music for me, but I know a lot of people that hate Sublime. So I like Sublime. I'm not one of those. Bought a Sublime record just this past weekend. I was really happy to find it on vinyl. Nice. I um, I I bought a gummy bear squishmallow because it was a gummy bear. Amanda found the uh, like those like little surprise. Squishmallows. The blind bag ones? Yeah. Yeah, I found them at uh, Walgreens, and I bought two of them, and I got the same fucking one. Do you know where very, we... Very sad. Do you know where we found them at? Where? Fucking Speedway in Akron. Like, so you mean to tell me I need to stop at my local Speedway and uh, check it out? I mean, maybe we randomly found them at... And it's the one by the Tadmore. Oh, Okay. And they, they yeah. just happen to have two while we just, we stopped there for some like food and drink after a show. Okay. She got a cat with a, with a little tiara. It, is it, um, light pink and like kind of have like little blue spots, a little bit random, but like, it's like leopard print and a little tiara. Maybe. I don't fucking yeah, cause that, cause I think that's the one I have. <laughs> my, my cat has a tiara. So that's, I was like, I wonder. And I forget what the other one was. Yeah, I made a TikTok about mine because I was super depressed that day. And I was like, let me buy some Squishmallows. And I did that. And I was so happy because I never had that one. It was super cute. And then I opened the second bag and I was so mad. <laughs> I've got a problem. I, I, I need to stop. But Yeah, we're, we, we all have our vices. And, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Hive. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And let's go over those places that you can listen to this show where you can rate, review, and subscribe. That would be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. And in the show notes, there is a link tree link to all of them check out our podcast friends such as hiya bussy super fantastic podcast the indie cast sobros network biff radio game marks podcast powerbomb jitsu power driver podcast fully posable positively pro wrestling indie wrestling guide if you catch my grift at odds with wrestling marks with mics juggalo rewind x over this ends at prom and porch talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Danger Zone Video in Juliet, Tennessee, Heart of Gold, Toy Ohio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, 20 by 20 Apparel, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And we can't wait for the new champion. Woo, you know it. I'm beating you up. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week